Good morning. It's Wednesday, June 19, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Agents deemed faultless in 150 shootings. Taliban assert new readiness for peace talks. And in Bulger's world, a Judas was the worst. In today's national news, in Alaska, the spoils of the sea elude many. Officials say attacks thwarted thanks to programs and immigration law changes seen cutting billions off the deficit. In today's business headlines, the Dow was up 138 and a third yesterday. Uncertainty at the Fed over plans and leadership. Regulators are divided over consultants to banks and former UBS trader is charged with fraud in LIBOR case. More business stories, more world and national news, too, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Washington by Charlie Savage and Michael Schmidt. Agents deemed faultless in 150 shootings. After contradictory stories emerged about an FBI agent's killing last month of a Chechen man in Orlando, Florida, who was being questioned over ties to the Boston Marathon bombing suspects, the Bureau reassured the public that it would clear up the murky episode. The FBI takes very seriously any shooting incidents involving our agents, and as such, we have an effective, time-tested process for addressing them internally, a Bureau spokesman said. But if such internal investigations are time-tested, their outcomes are also predictable. From 1993 to early 2011, FBI agents fatally shot about 70 subjects and wounded about 80 others. And every one of those episodes was deemed justified, according to interviews and internal FBI records obtained by the New York Times through a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit. In most of the shootings, the FBI's internal investigation was the only official inquiry. In the Orlando case, for example, there have been conflicting accounts about basic facts like whether the Chechen man Ibrahim Todashev attacked an agent with a knife, was unarmed, or was brandishing a metal pole. But Orlando homicide detectives are not independently investigating what happened. We had nothing to do with it said Sergeant Jim Young, an Orlando police spokesman. It's a federal matter, and we're deferring everything to the FBI. Occasionally, the FBI does discipline an agent. Out of 289 deliberate shootings covered by the documents, many of which left no one wounded, five were deemed to be bad shoots, in agents' parlance, encounters that did not comply with the Bureau's policy. A typical punishment involved adding letters of censor to agents' files. But in none of the five cases did a bullet hit anyone. Critics say the fact that for at least two decades, no agent has been disciplined for any instance of deliberately shooting someone raises questions about the credibility of the Bureau's internal investigations. Current and former FBI officials defended the Bureau's handling of shootings, arguing that the scant findings of improper behavior were attributable to several factors. Agents tend to be older, more experienced, and better trained than city police officers, and they generally are involved only in planned operations and tend to go in with overwhelming presence, minimizing the chaos that can lead to shooting the wrong people, said Tim Murphy, a former deputy director of the FBI, 
who conducted some investigations of shootings over his 23-year career. James Weddick, who spent 34 years at the Bureau, said the FBI should change its procedures for its own good. At the least, it's a perception issue, and over the years, the Bureau has had a deaf ear to it, he said. But if you have a shooting that has a few more complicated factors and an ethnic issue, the Bureau's image goes down the toilet if it doesn't investigate itself properly.